SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Folks, here we go. Sportsbook Radio, AM fourteen hundred KSHP in Las Vegas, and we are checked and glad to be on board. Day number one, the Sports Group Radio Network on Sirius two hundred four. Surely you can't be serious, Steve. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I mean, never... we're psyched. This is great. Roger, Roger. Uh, you have clearance, Clarence. <laughs> Come on, I got a million of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two I'll, drink minimum. <laughs> tell your dad to, uh, you know, bump, you, you bump dragged, you with, dragged yeah. your bar. And that was uh, Lanier. No, it was Chamberlain. Was oh, it was Chamberlain. I know Lanier was, was in there. Maybe it was Lanier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mentioned Lanier. Anyway, that's too funny. And you know, I just honestly the other night I just watched. Uh, I still I got half of it. I taped it. It's so stupid. It's hilarious. But I was uh, the Naked Gun, the first Naked Gun movie. Yeah. Based on the police squad thing. Yeah. I, in fact, maybe, a, by the way, this is kind of like Christmas Day for me. Brian Blessing, Stevie <laughs> Slapshot, as a point of introduction. Uh, hey, we're real happy about this serious thing. That's cool. Yes, we are. But the PGA Tour's back. Okay. So it'll be the start of Le Mans, you know, when the, we, do, okay. we do Vegas Hockey Hotline. Our daily hockey show, KSHP.com. There's a listen live function. If you're a hockey fan out there, you'll love it. I mean, we get great guests. In fact, today, Mike Lewis from the Suncoast. We're going to go through it from the wagering perspective. But we have great hockey guests from around the hockey world. And on Sirius 204, Saturday night at midnight, we're going to be doing a uh, Between the Pipes hockey show and a podcast with Cam Stewart on Sirius 204. So we're looking forward to that. Can't wait for hockey to get back. The World Juniors was great, Steve. It was thrilling just to see hockey again training camps are open injuries you got to watch but this hockey season is going to be great in a, in a later segment we're going to dive into the nhl tony neville will join us our good friend from treasure island uh in the next segment but we're off to the races but it's it's fun we get golf coming back hockey starts football uh, playoffs what the pandemic wacky wild card weekend is here uh no it, it's well, it is still re- wreaking some havoc. Cleveland Browns are dealing with it. And over in the U.K., uh, Austin Villa had to close their practice up. And we don't know if that game is going to go uh, this week with Austin Villa. And I forget who the – was it Leicester City? I forget who their opponent was. So, And, and the uh, English Premier League's a, a big deal over here now. Uh, ESPN has – or not ESPN. NBC has a game of the week. Um, so, so that's huge. Unfortunately – this thing is not going quietly into the night, and we're still dealing with it. I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to get. You know how, how it goes forward. I, I, I've heard. Uh, you know, th- there's another strain out there now that's even more contagious than we've been dealing with before. And again, as a point of introduction, Stevie uh, is the injury guy over at Don Best with the odd screen, uh, getting the information to the sports books. So. Boy, you got to be on top of it. Your head's on a swivel. Absolutely. No, there, there's 
but right now in college basketball and like all constantly we're, we're checking to find out what games are being played that day because you never know uh, which games are going to get postponed, rescheduled, moved to another day, uh, completely canceled. There, there, there have been games uh, this year that have been canceled and they're not going to reschedule them. So, we, we, yeah, we have to be we're constantly looking to find out what game is being played. It's just weird. Because normally you know when you go in, well, these were the games scheduled yesterday. They're going to play those games at those times today. Not the case this year. And as a point of introduction to the folks uh, joining us for the first time on Sirius 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sportsbook Radio, again, it will be mentioned this in hour number one. But again, if, if you just join us for the first time, we love our guests. Uh, the Sportsbook directors got you covered both sides of the counter. Chuck Esposito, Mike Lewis, who's going to join us on Vegas Island. Mike Lewis from the Suncoast. Chuck from Stations Casinos at Sunset Station. Jay Cornegay, Jeff Sherman over at the Superbook. Tony Miller at the Golden Nugget. Tony Neville of Treasure Island. Uh, Vinny Maliula, longtime legendary uh, odds maker in Las Vegas. is one of our regular guests. And Bruce Marshall was on with us with our number one. Andy Isco. Mark Lawrence, Steve Carp from Gaming Today. Uh, we think you're going to love the guests and the information. We 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 have, you know, it's say this, but it's not just saying it and not being trite. We have fun, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of these. You look forward to going to work. It's also educational. Well, I, I've been doing this since uh, end of '89, beginning of '90, and and with our guests, there there's stuff that I learn every single day. And as long as I've been doing it, there, there's still stuff that, that, that I, you know, don't, don't come across, don't think of, that, that, that our guests will bring up and go, oh, ah, that's how that works. Okay. No, and there are going to be a lot of angles and things that are historically true, things that have worked. But the one thing is in this era, a lot of these guys, and we're talking to the odds makers, we're talking to handicappers and guys on the other side of the counter, you and I, this is a one-off. This is a bizarre bizarre year where you had best be adaptable yeah and reading between the lines the eyeball test motivation when hockey starts who's sloppy we saw the kids in the world juniors slow starts they got it going it's a unique and it's a crazy year but we are going to have so much fun here in 2021 thank god 2020's out here but all new beginnings and thrilled to be with you. Our first day on Series 204, 1400 KCP in Las Vegas. All right, Tony Neville, Treasure Island, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. You come to Vegas, folks. Got to check this new sportsbook out. It's spectacular. We're coming right back. Tony's going to join us. Lunchtime with the line makers, Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you here, Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400 KSHB in Las Vegas. The Sports Grid Radio Network in our first day on Sirius 204. Glad to be part of that equation. And glad to be here with Stevie Slapshot. I'm Brian Blessing, and we are racing towards. Do you like my inflection when they're super wild card <laughs> weekend? I'm, it's almost like we need a a drum roll or it's fireworks super noise. Super wild, wild card, card weekend. weekend. Sounds like a 70s 
Saturday morning cartoon. You know who's a super friend of the program? I do. It's Tony Neville. It's Tony Neville, our good friend from Treasure Island, the home of the beautiful. Say yeah. brand spanking new, but it was uh, I was down there for the Breeders' Cup. It's only been about what a couple of months. The Golden Circle Sports Book and Sports Bar. It is it is spectacular. It's gorgeous. You gotta come to Vegas to see Tony. Hi bud, how you doing? Brian, I'm doing fantastic, and don't forget it's a museum of memorabilia also. It's, right. It is. No, you got all kinds of goodies there. It was funny. I was over there with you, which was actually a kind of a cool thing. When you had first started, it was just sawdust on the floor. The only thing that was up was kind of the the facade where you've, you've got like, it's like a blackboard, chalkboard thing with football plays on it and chalk writing on it. And just to see that, that when it was that and what it turned into, it, it really was cool, the vision that, that was put together for the place. Yeah, some of the uh, wallpaper that we had used in here was a resembling a 1950s, 1960s uh, football coach's yeah. flipboard or chalkboard where everybody sat in the dressing room before practice and drew up the plays and went out on the field, tried to execute them. No, it's 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 really cool, and then and then the the sports bar is absolutely spectacular. The you ever count them up? How many screens you got? Well, you know you can break these screens down into different sizes besides the ones that we have uh, located independently. But I think it's close to about thirty six screens right now. Well, there you go. How's the power bill? And <laughs> power bill's going great. Everything's <laughs> electric nowadays. <laughs> Uh, we haven't converted to solar yet. Yeah, there you go. Uh, are you getting ready, bud? What kind of action are you getting on the six football games, the NFL games? Any steam on any game on somebody, fading somebody? Or what, can, what are you hearing from guys on the other side of the counter attacking you? Well, everybody's kind of in between right now on the Colts and the Bills. I've got folks betting on both sides of that game. Rams and the Seahawks, people are talking Seahawks question mark for them is a condition of the thumb of the Rams quarterback with the Buccaneers in Washington. Uh, I think everybody's coming in currently on the Buccaneers and I'm not expecting too much buyback on the Washington football team. I think the only action we're going to get there is once this money line continues to increase, we'll have a few diehard uh, Washington fans that'll come in and Take the football team on the money line, Brian. Is there uh, looking over? It. Is there a game? Is there a game that you're really you're waiting and, and anticipating? You know, when you get to the weekend, or in, in, say arrival from out of towners. Now it's uh, Thursday. They start to arrive tonight, tomorrow. What is the game or two that you really think is the one they're going to gravitate to? I think they're all going to gravitate to the New Orleans Saints. I think they're going to go to Drew Brees. I think they're going to look at uh, the Bears, you know, on the road, going inside the dome. That uh, it's only going to be heavy action on Drew Brees. And and we've got that game, Saints minus nine and a half, minus three nickels currently. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if that game didn't get right on up to 10 and possibly cross over to 10 and a half. And it's just one of those games. I think the public's in love with a team that's been there for year after year after year, and the Saints fit that equation. Only question mark for the players will be uh, Kamara. If Kamara's playing, I think they think Drew Brees will look uh, much more exceptional than he has maybe the last five or six weeks of the 
regular season, Brian. I think Kamar is going to be in there. I, I I know it's still a little questionable, Tony, but word is that he's he's probably going to at least try and go, and, and we'll see how well he does. Do you anticipate any money coming in, even with the quarterback situation on the Rams? You know those guys in L.A. jumping on the I-15 and heading east and uh, put, putting some money in over at Treasure Island. Well, you know we have a big following comes down out of Seattle, Stephen, and you know we will have some folks come in from the greater Los Angeles area, but. Whenever you take a guy that's uh, so instrumental in running an offense, and that's the quarterback position, and you question whether or not uh, he can go a whole game, whether he can go a quarter, and whether the backup could actually step in and and look good enough to play, I I think everybody's perception is going to be, though, that Seattle can score at any time they want to to going up and down the field, and the Rams aren't going to be able to come from behind, I don't believe, if they're playing quarterbacks that are playing at a subpar level going into the playoffs. Tony, maybe just a broader discussion. Our good friend Tony Neville from Treasure Island joining us. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot here on Sportsbook Radio. Today, our debut run on Sirius 204. We're jacked about that. Just a broad discussion, Tony. Key numbers. All right. We've got missed extra points. They moved that back. But now we've got this analytic nonsense where, you know, the coach has a bazooka bubblegum wrapper, tells him to go for two for no damn reason. I, I, are key numbers still key numbers? Or, or what's what, has it changed at all? No, key numbers are key numbers, Brian. I mean, case in point was uh, last Sunday night when we got middled on that game. You know, when you're sitting on seven or six or ten or three, you're you're, you're – capable of getting knocked off if you've had too much volatility uh, in and around that. That's why we try to move the money line as opposed to moving the point spread Mm -hmm. so that they got to dig a little deeper if they've got minus three nickels or minus a dollar 20 and hopefully, uh, you know, slack off some of that leverage for the folks that uh, can either make a bet on a point spread at even money or minus a nickel. So with all these games this weekend, of course, you got the Bills minus six and a half, Seahawks minus three and a half, key numbers. You go to the Sunday game, Ravens minus three and a half, key number. Saints minus nine and a half. I'm trying to avoid ten mm-hmm. like crazy, but if if the money comes in, I've got to move up to ten. And like I said, I don't really want to ever have to go to ten and a half, but it may happen. The Steelers minus five and a half. There's sixes around uh, the world out there. We're at five and a half minus a dollar twenty, and I'm just banking that the Browns are more rested up, but they may not be prepared enough to take on the Steelers. Now, so, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about key numbers, Brian. All right, you're, but you're a standalone book, all right? So it's it's kind of a different dynamic, and we talk about people are nuts not to have all the different mobile apps and that ability to shop for numbers. It's an era that's returned. But with the futures index, if you've got liability in a futures market when we reach the end of the year in the playoffs, there can be some properties that are moving shuffling a number based on futures liability is it too early for that to be part of the equation tony or is it is it more you know when we get into the conference championships and things of that nature well it, it may not be too early it probably would be for us but you're, when you're looking at the futures numbers you're not going to get too many people taking the washington redskins at 80 to 1 or 150 to 1 uh, every place is a little different where they stand with their liability. 
technically, most of the time when I'm looking at our futures, it's a couple of the long shots that people have bought into at the beginning of the season and not as much on the favorites. So I tend to already have my biggest jeopardy with those teams that I don't figure to be there for the conference championship or the Super Bowl. All right, he's our guest. Good stuff as always. Tony Neville from Treasure Island. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Hey, tomorrow our friends over at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. Hockey season's coming, so good eating there. But every Friday, six-inch subs, only five bucks. And the championship game Monday night over at Oasis, 49.55 South Decatur. They're going to be going nuts over there. Uh, Stevie's always going nuts. He sticks around. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Tony Neville coming right back to Las Vegas. Sportsbook Radio. Lunchtime with the line makers. We are the first 24 hour sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Back with the Sportsbook Radio Lunchtime with the line makers, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're in the KSHP studios on Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius 204. And our buddy Tony Neville's joining us from Treasure Island. One of our all-time good go-to guests, right, Stevie? Oh, Always puts a smile on your face. Yeah, absolutely. One of the all-around good guys. But I'm not saying you're fat, you're tall. Well, thank you, Brian. <laughs> I didn't know if that was directed to me or Stevie. Well, well what are you? You're, you're at least 6'4", right? Yep, I'm 6'4". All right. So watch the segue. So tall guy, talk to me about basketball. <laughs> now, well, now, how's the basketball world treating you? Well, it's been kicking us in the teeth. Uh, <laughs> yesterday was uh, a time when I was able to pick up some dentures to cover the uh, teeth that they knocked out, but uh, but it was okay yesterday. Uh, it's it's just the Saturday schedules. Looks like we've got about 200 games coming up this upcoming Saturday, but we've got the numbers up on the wall uh, today, uh, ready for the action. We've had some early play on several games, getting some play on Wisconsin over Indiana, getting some play on USC over Arizona, and also getting some play on Colorado over Oregon and I think it's that time of year that uh, the professionals and the novices are coming out of the woodwork now that we're in conference action and I expect to see a lot more action between now and about four o'clock out here on the on the west coast. Tony how challenging is it I mean you do an amazing job with and it's it's your passion college basketball and your power ratings for argument's sake you know the, the local team UNLV at Colorado State uh, we got uh, Colorado State 10, totals 147. But UNLV, like other teams before them this year, coming off a bout with COVID and coming off a layoff and, and you're going to play a game. How hard is it to really have a true defined opinion from a power rating perspective when it's so hard for so many of these teams to get get rhythm? Well, you know, you never know when they're going to get their rhythm or lose their rhythm, and that's kind of the beauty of college basketball. But in this game uh, with my power rankings, you know, I only had Colorado State about a six-point favorite, and you can see up on the uh, worldwide screens that it's anywhere from nine and a half to ten. We're using nine and a half over here at the Golden Circle at Treasure Island, but uh, you, you just hope by the time they get out there and they get halfway through the first half 
that these young men are ready to go. And, and we're seeing a lot of this in the college basketball with teams getting out to 10 or 18-point leads. And then midway through the second half, all of a sudden it's back to being a two-point game again. So, you know, if you're out there and you're looking and you're not for sure how a team's going to play, I would highly recommend, Brian and Steve, that you look at possibly making a wager on the second half of a college basketball yeah. game. Because there's always a lot of value if the favorites behind are not covering with that second half number. Because now, probably for the game, you're going to get that team at one, two, three, maybe even four points less than what the game originated at, depending on how big a favorite they were at the start of the game. I was like that in college football. I was very, I was much more selective, um, just because of the buyer beware mentality of what was going on. Is that the case also in college hoops, Tony, that there, there's so much gray areas that, you know, kind of smaller conferences, games aren't attracting a lot of interest in, in the real focus is on the TV games? Well, the real focus is on the TV games because traditionally those are the games that uh, have that biggest impact probably when you come down to the Madness in March tournament. But what we have found is this year, more than any other year, we have more games streaming on the Internet. Therefore, people are able to follow teams not only sitting in front of their TV, but they can sit there and watch a lot of other games, you know, on their computer inside their office. So I think the players are getting so much more intelligent as to what's going on, which players are uh, just dependent on a team's success or failure. And that's my biggest question, Mark, is getting down to that 15 minutes before game time and noticing who's dressing up and who's not. Because you lose a guy that averages 16 points a game or 18 points a game in college basketball, and that's a big part of your uh, starting five. And in the NBA, Tony, you've got to pay attention to this load management thing that that they're doing now with guys taking a game off every three or four games here to make sure that they're fresh at the end of the year is the, is the thought there in the NBA. you got to know who's playing there, too, as well, right, Tony? Absolutely, Steve. And that's very, very tough to do because with the information around all the stadiums, uh, around all the cities, a lot of times we get the secondhand information and those frontline guys that have better resources, whether it's Twitter or one of the other uh, sources that's out there, uh, there'll be moves that you don't understand why it's taking place till about 15 or 20 minutes later when uh, we get a message that says so-and-so is doubtful uh, for play that particular evening. Tony, why don't you try this? Why don't you, um, why don't you go up to Mr. Ruffin's office and, and try to use the two words load management in relation to the, how beat down the sportsbook director is? Do you think that'll work? No, I don't like to use that at all. I don't want to use load management all whatsoever. I just look for more opportunities, more responsibility. Uh, he's a great man to work for. He, he's tough as can be because he's a businessman, but that's what you expect uh, with any organization that's successful. You know, honestly, and I'm, I'm, you're not sucking up to the guy, but, I mean, we were there on Breeders' Cup Day. I went over – hung out, saw the new joint, and haven't been able to get out to too many places this year, but that was the one time we got out was to come over, see the new joint, spend a day with you for the Breeders' Cup. But you know what? Anytime there's a big day or when I swing by there, you got the top dog, man. I mean, you know, Mr. Ruffin's sitting there. He's firing away playing the ponies. 
Well, he loves thoroughbred horse racing, and and that is to be commended. You know, in this day and age of horse racing, with the lack of fans at our racetracks around the country, to be have to be able to have somebody that makes the commitment like he did to the beautiful screens that we have over here at the Golden Circle, and then to actually be able to follow horses and be able to read a racing form. It's kind of nice to see one of the titans of American business be able to relax by following something that you and I love, which is uh, the thoroughbred well, race. And honestly, just because it, it's a unique thing, it's, it's an interesting story, there's a contract dispute with Churchill Downs and Nevada. So you had the Kentucky Derby, and you know God only knows if the bomb goes off in that race what it could pay. And, but he was willing to book, you know, house rules, but paid track prices. I mean, that's sticking your neck out like an ostrich. Yes, it is. And that could cut both ways. It can cut really make your day for you if you don't have any gigantic payouts. But it also shows you the commitment to the horse player because, as we all know, horse racing may be the greatest love, but it's one of the hardest games in the casino to beat and uh, you have to take your licks when things are going bad and you have to smile from ear to ear whenever you hit a few tickets because you can take a toothpick and turn it into a lumberyard, Brian. Bingo. And, you know, it's that time of year, my friend. we got to start doing the scouring here. Find us that hot, unraced two-year-old or, you know, somebody that's uh, maybe had a bad trip or something early on. But the first Saturday, that's the thing. we got to get back to the rhythm and the routine of regularly scheduled sporting events. And that's getting the Kentucky Derby and the, all the prep races back and gearing up to the first Saturday in May. Yeah, we can only hope that by that time, uh, as many people as possible will be able to uh, attend these uh, Triple Crown races or Breeders' Cup races and really bring the flavor back to the racetrack, too. It's great watching simulcast, especially in an environment like we have over here at the Golden Circle or any other uh, racing sports books in the great state of Nevada. But there's nothing like being able to go to a racetrack and attend the races. And I know last March when I went back to Oaklawn Park, it was a pleasure to be in the grandstand and you racing on a Friday and Saturday. And at this year, we're hoping that the restrictions won't be so strict that we won't be able to attend the races, but that they will allow a number of fans, whether it's in Arkansas, uh, New York, Florida, Louisiana, or the great state of California. All right, buddy. Listen. We always appreciate your time. You're one of our uh, absolute treats. We love having you on. Uh, thrilled to be getting you out there. Let the folks on Sirius 204 uh, get a listen to you because you are one of the best. And when they come to town, when that's the crazy thing, Stevie. Honestly, I mean, when you look in the sky around here, that is, it's the little things you took for granted. It's to the point now go, hey, look, there's a plane. When yeah. literally we would see a plane every 30 seconds. <coughs> sky does feel empty. It yeah, feels empty here. Yeah, but when you folks come in, you want to come by, go down and see Tony and check out the new joint at TI. Buddy, always a pleasure. I hope you have a good day. Thank you, Brian and Steve, and happy New Year's to everyone. You got Take it, care, but Tony. Tony Neville over to Treasure Island, one of the absolute good guys. I can't wait. Hockey's back. Yeah. All right, so I can't wait for the next segment because I think you and I, what we'll do, we'll scurry through. You know, we'll do a little Gatling gun. What we're looking for with the real alignment of the divisions, with the back-to-back nature of the games, the intensity level, the wagering opportunities that are about to commence in hockey, 
I think are going to be second to none, Stevie. I love the sport. I've long said hockey's the best sport to bet. But you're going to throw a lot of new little angles in here. Uh, believe me, the, playing the same team back-to-back all the time, wow, totally different. I agree with you, Brian. There's There will be wagering opportunities. I'm looking forward to it. And you're going to be busy over at Don Best because just the intensity level of these games. I think injuries, it's going to yeah. be a mad dash. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Yep. But backup goalies are going to play less games, but more percentage-wise. Yeah. And knowing the backups is going to be a monster deal. A lot of cool angles to talk about. Can't wait for the return of the NHL. And that's what we're going to talk about when we return right here. Sportsbook Radio, lunchtime with the line makers on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius 204, right here from the KSHB studios in Las Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with you here at Sportsbook Radio. Lunchtime with the Limemakers, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Follow him on Twitter, at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me, at Brian Blessing. We get all the show links and all the good stuff on social media. We get it out there for you. Uh, we're really excited. We do a daily hockey show, Vegas Hockey Hotline, and that will air on KSHP, our studios that we're in right now. Uh, that's 1 o'clock Pacific time every day, and there's a listen live function on KSHP.com, and I put all the show links and archives out on my Twitter, at Brian Blessing. But we got great hockey guests from around the NHL. Today we're going to focus on the um, the betting aspect of it uh, on Vegas Hockey. And Mike Lewis, who's got a great opinion, the race and sportsbook director at Suncoast, uh, is going to join us on Vegas Hockey. And that's what we're going to do right now, Stevie. We're jacked. Training camp soldier on. The 13th is the start of the season. 56-game schedule. Mad Dash, not 82 games. But the travel, the logistical concerns where you're playing back-to-back games, it is going to be so unbelievable from an intensity aspect. It's one thing to be playing an 82-game schedule. And say you're Vegas and you're sitting here and Florida shows up. And, you know, and there's a night you're just not up for it. You right. know, you're gonna, in this world we're in right now, there it's hard to, to not be up for games because – a team that loses the first one to back-to-back is going to be throwing like a playoff-type best shot at you in game two. And this is going to start from day one. I, I love those spots. And we're going to be getting them constantly uh, in the NHL this year where uh, especially a, a division opponent, and that's what they're going to be playing all the time, uh, you lose the first game to a division opponent and then you play them the very next game. If, if, if the division opponent that lost is an underdog, I'm all over that all the time. In any sport, and you're going to be getting it all year long in the NHL this year. All right, let's go through the revamped, realigned divisions. The quote-unquote North Division, which is in essence the Canadian Division, the Golden Knights' Bill Foley, who comes in our studio uh, on occasion during the year. He he kind of coined it, the Canadian Division. He did. Yes, he did. He was right. The name was different. Correct. Uh, The the Leafs are plus $1.20. are you buying that in any way, shape, or form? No. $1.20? No. All right. These are numbers from the Superbook at the Westgate. 
The Leafs are a dollar twenty. I'm not knocking them. I'm the, the money's probably come pouring in on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Habs are actually second choice at four to one. The Canucks ten to one. Flames and Oilers are six to one. Jets fourteen to one. Senators sixty to one. Honestly, you're giving me Liney. I'm sorry. Forgive me. You're giving me McDavid. I'm thinking the same and thing. And Drysidle walking out onto frozen water every night. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Edmonton to be honest with you. I, Toronto's defense is still a little on the sketchy side for me. If those are the odds, uh, Edmonton w- would be my pick. Now they've got questions in goal, but again, looking at those numbers, I, I, the. Toronto is top heavy, and they have no defense. And I, I just, I, I, I can't put money on Toronto. But those, at those numbers, Edmonton would be my choice. Well, we told you the team that look out; they are heading the right way, and they've got a running start on another team we think is going to be really good in a couple of years. That's Otto, who's sixty to one for the division. Yeah. Actually, that, that, that's no, that's not the crazy sixty to one. These guys are. I think the Otto is going to be really good in a couple of years. But how about the Canadians at four to one? That is a team, a good young team taking mm-hmm. a step forward, and they make some really nice, gritty, veteran-like off-season acquisitions. I, the Canadians are going to be fun to watch this year. I like what the Canadians did in the off-season. Four to one feels a little short, though. I I got the the one the teams for me that I'm going to be enjoy watching in that division: Ottawa, Vancouver, and Montreal. All right, let's go to shall we? The well, we'll do right here in our backyard. You think it's a three-horse race, okay? Now, Vegas, you get an inordinate amount of money on mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. This is telling you something. The Avs are the favorite at plus 125. Love the Avalanche. Great team. I, they, they're, again, they were my pick last year. The injury bug bit them. Right. I like the Avs to win the Cup. They're plus $1.25 in the Pacific. Golden Knights plus 140. Blues third choice uh, at 9-2. to two. But then you're like, who's going to round out that fourth spot there, Stevie? That's interesting. Do the Sharks have a bounce back year? Is it between the Wild and the Coyotes? I mean, that fourth spot's pretty bizarre. Don't forget about the Kings. They, 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 Jonathan Quick is still the goaltender there. I think McLaren, um, not McLaren, um, McClellan, McClellan has, has done a really good job uh, w- with that team. They've got some young guys. They'll get up and down the ice. Um, I, uh, don't don't look past the Kings. They, they have a shot. They have a shot to be that fourth team. Okay. They are a monster price uh, within the division at 150 to one to yeah. win the division. Yeah, no, we're just I, talking about who's finishing. Yeah, yeah, no, there. No, I understand that, and and I get and I get Colorado uh, being the top pick. I mean, they they've got speed, they've got and an edge to them. There is a four game window, four straight games that takes place. Mm-hmm. Colorado, one of them's an outdoor game up in Lake Tahoe. Uh, that could be critical towards determining the ultimate. It will be. Winner. It yeah. will be. All right, the Central. Now, there's the odd dynamic. You get some of these teams that got mishmashed and moved around. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay plus $1.80 defending Stanley Cup champs. They cap issues. Still a very good, huh? exceptional right. hockey team. I really do like Carolina. Uh, Carolina's 3-1 to one second choice there. 4-1 to one on Dallas, who made it to the final. The Preds are 6-1. to one. Blue Jackets at 10-1. to one. You know, Tortorella, they, they did a hell of a job there last year. They you did. thought that they had... They went all in the year before, thought they had lost so much. That's a team just got attitude. Yeah. That's I, not, is that a crazy price? I mean, the Lightning are, you know, clearly so good. I kind of yeah. like Carolina, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I would lean toward Columbus and Dallas. I know Dallas lost some pieces, 4-1, to one, and, and Columbus at 10-1. to one, I, that's, I, I probably would take a shot there. All right. Uh, intriguing. 
by a mile, I think by a mile, do you agree? The toughest division is the East? Yeah, it's tough. I, I, I don't know by a mile. I, I, again, that North division, with the, those, the, the teams that well, the, aren't no, going to make the playoffs are going to be grizzly. They're going well, to the, the – that's North, a battle in the, that division. Well, the North – the North, you could say it's uh, it's a le- more of a level playing field in terms of, you know, how evenly matched maybe they are and the intensity that they'll have up there. But in terms of the big picture, I think that the monsters are in the East. Some, some, of, some of them fall off. Go ahead. Go, go, go through. All right. Well, the Bruins, actually the Flyers are plus 350. The Bruins taking money here at plus 375. But, you lo- you know, you lose – yeah. Krug and Chara. That's, those are lost. And you talk about top-heavy. The Bruins are top-heavy. They are They are a little bit. Yeah, but it's a great organization. Yes, it is. Pens 4-1. to one, I don't know. A little too long in the tooth for me. I, I feel the same way. Caps are plus 375. Another one. Goalie issues yeah. now. They're getting a little long in the tooth. Ovechkin yeah. is amazing, though. Yeah, yeah. He's like Ponce de Leon. Do you, now, did Anderson make the team? I know they brought him in for a tryout. Do, do we know if he made the I, team? Well, camp is on going. And, and or do you think... Are they going to shove Samson off out there and, and, and okay? But and but is, uh, but they could also be hunting for a goal here. Is that I was gonna, just going to ask? Uh, is it absolutely. too much for him too early for to, to stick Samson off out there? Um, well, I would say this too, Bud. You can, you can't have a four game losing streak in this entire season, right? And you sure as hell can't go one and six to start the season, yeah? Because that's a hill you may not overcome. No, no, yeah, absolutely right. So I mean, a start is a good start's critical. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that, and I would be concerned about Samsonov's psyche going forward. You don't want to destroy him early in his career. Rangers ten to one, Islanders eight to one. The Devils are the long shot at forty, and they were listed at the bottom, but now the Sabers are twenty to one. They're taking some money. I will say this, and I, <laughs> uh, full disclosure, Sabers fan. They are going to be a dead over team. I okay. mean, they better be making Sabres totals six, six and a half. Eichel, Hall, Stahl, Olofsson, Skinner has a bounce back year. The Cousins kid was second in the WJC, the World Juniors in scoring. Cousins arrives. You got Darlene on the blue line. In the goaltending can be a little. I was going to say. I'm yeah. just telling you. I I think that those games are five three five four kind of games a lot. That, that, make, that makes sense to me. You, you you've got a lot of scoring there, and the goaltending is not top notch. <laughs> I don't. Know. I think it's okay. It's yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's but, work to be. It's got. It, yeah, but well, there's going to be you, some goals scored against them also. Right. Yeah. You have a developing goalie in Olmark who could, can improve. And Hutton had some excuses last year. He had vision problems, which is not a good thing when you're a goalie. Right, yeah. You want to be able to see. You know, but anyway, uh, so I cannot wait for this. But in terms of watching the game, Steve, and, you know, all the things that have been in play, angles and historical trends that work year after year after year after year, it's going to be a lot different. Fans now, we some places with Panthers are going to have 25% of fan attendance. Mm-hmm. Don't nationally do the cheap joke. Do you want to? Go ahead. Well, the, all all the Panther fans will be <laughs> so able to attend. Uh, that's, sorry, Florida. every single one of them. Yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> it's just such low hanging fruit. Uh, but it's 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 the back to back games in the same building. It's like a treat when you during a regular hockey season, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh my God, they're playing back to back nights," and they played in 
Philly, and then the, they, the game ends, they hop on a plane, go to Montreal, and you're playing back-to-back nights. And those games are so nasty and intense, more so than just a regular, regular season game. Every team, every time is playing a back-to-back. Right, yeah. And and this Canadian division, the North division, um, that's a big deal up there. They, they, oh, they, the, they, yes. uh, they when, when they're bragging rights, we're right. When they're in different divisions, it's a big deal as to who gets the most points. Now they're all in the same division. That is almost and winning that division almost means as much as the Stanley Cup this year. It's a huge I'm deal. I'm saying one thing you're going to have to watch for if teams go on long road trips because they hated the guys hated the bubble. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this yesterday. You almost have to kind of give everybody a pass who was up there. Tampa Bay won it. Good for them. But, I mean, your brain gets squirrely when you're stuck in a hotel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we criticize some of the things that were done. You know, it was a, that was an odd one. Now, this year, you go on a, a four- or five-game road trip. By the end of the, fifth, the road trip, right, think mm-hmm. of the, the – you know, you, I think teams always want to get a road trip off to a great start. I've always played that angle. Right. It works. Right. You want to get off to a good start. Mm-hmm. But by the end of a road trip, if these guys are gone for eight to ten days, and all they can do is go to the rink and back to the room, mm-hmm. rink and back to the room, I'm telling you, the last game of those road trips, and the coach can say anything he wants to say to him, and he's aware aware of it, and the players are aware of it. It's human nature. Their head is going to be on the plane. Yeah, they, they get me home. I miss my wife, kids, dog, cat, whatever. Right. right. They've had, they've had enough. So that's a go against. And then the first game home. From that road trip, also a go against. Well, it's always been. I wonder if that one doesn't go by the boards. No. I wonder if they're so excited to be home that they'll play well. Well, I I, th- I think the last game of the road trip is the tank job. Yeah, I, I get that, but I think the first game home again is going to be an issue because they are so excited. They're they're thinking about yeah. the kids and the wife, and their mind is not on the game. That's always been one of the. I mean, we always put a caveat on it. It was a minimum four, but any a five game road trip or more. Mm-hmm. Fade the home team the first game home. Yeah. Hey, they're coming home. They see the family. They get kids. They got to take the kids to school. You know, it right. was business trip. You know, now you're back home and you think, oh, they're home. And honestly, it was a fade. Go the other way. Yeah. All right. We can't wait for hockey. Can't wait. Stevie Stott's going to wrap up our first day on Sirius 204, lunchtime with the line makers, Sportsbook Radio. Uh, we're glad to be with you on the Sportsbook Radio Network. And again, thanks and welcome to everybody on Sirius 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you here, putting a lid on our first salvo on Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network from the KSHP Studios. In Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Sportsbook Radio, hey, listen, join us on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot, at Brian Blessing. Follow us, and you got questions for the odd, odds makers, uh, fire away. Tomorrow we're out at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, which is going to be great fun. 
Andy Isco, Bruce Marshall will be out there tomorrow. Steve Carr from Gaming Today. That'll be good fun. All right, sir. Stevie's thoughts, wrapping it up. What do you got? All right, so you've been talking about Tennessee during the week. I already I took Tennessee plus the three and a half against Baltimore. Part of the reason that I did, I think Mike Vrabel's a really, really good coach. He, I, now I know that Harbaugh also is a good coach, currently in the playoffs, won a Super Bowl. I like I like Vrabel in the way he manages a, the clock. A, that's, that's it. If there's a difference. He's a great game manager. He gets an extra play or two at the end of a half every game. And I think that, that in a playoff game, that's huge. You want, you, you want my game. guarantee? Go ahead. My guarantee, it's my pet peeve. The biggest pet peeve I have, and I have many, a playoff game this weekend will be lost by a coach who fritters away a timeout early in the third quarter. Third and 17. Let's take a timeout and then come back and run a draw or a screen. Oh, you, you think you don't need that timeout later? And I have a favorite. The favorite is McFay. Oh, he's the worst. He's yep. bad. Bad, 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 bad. By the way, uh, the PGA Tour's back. Kapalua, they're already underway. Robert Strebs, three under through seven. I can't wait to get home and watch the golf. <laughs> I played Mark Leishman and Daniel Berger uh, for the first tournament of the year, and I love the golf. Thrilled that it's back on the beam. So that will be my afternoon, good sir. But our work's not done. Locally, we've got Vegas Hockey Online. There's a listen live function, kshp.com. I will get all our shows out on sportsbook, uh, sportsbookradio.com and on Twitter, Brian Blessing. We'll get the show links out. Thanks to Tony Neville, Bruce Marshall, Hour One. First good day. I mean, just another day, but our first day on Sirius 204. Excited about that. Uh, excited for everybody at the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, we'll be calling on the boys, Camp Stewart, Gabe Renzi, and the boys. Uh, we'll have some fun with that. Good stuff, Stevie. Thank you, bud. All right, we will be back with you tomorrow again with Sportsbook Radio from Sunset Station. Have a great day. Live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sportsbook.